When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 49 of Optimal Living Advice, the podcast where we take any questions you might have about the many struggles of life and we get them answered for you here on the show. I am your host, certified life coach, Greg Audino. Very happy to see you or at least bark at you today for another episode. Uh, Today, we will be looking at a question sent in that asks about meditation and the benefits or lack thereof. We're going to talk about much more than meditation today, though. So, Without further ado, let's give it a look-see. I've been committed to meditation for several months now and do it just about every day. I definitely feel some benefits, but my mind still races about certain things. I still have a lot of anxiety that I don't need, and I still have trouble sleeping. Should I be more patient or should I change my practice? Okay, there you have it. I am I'm very glad this question came in because I do think things maybe need to be cleared up a little bit about meditation, and I hope I don't get burned at the stake for this. Mind you, I am not an expert in meditation by any means. I know about it and have practiced it a lot, but I am not out there uh, leading retreats or anything. But first things first, Asker, I want to point your attention to the end of the entry. All right, I'll start there. So should I be more patient or should I change my practice? When it comes to either being more patient or changing your practice, there's no reason not to try both of these things. If it's been several months and you're dissatisfied, then you might want to re-examine your practice, retool it, and see how that feels for a little while after. I don't know what your practice looks like right now, but make sure it's a practice that's really serving you, because there are definitely a lot of weird, unspoken rules about how meditation is supposed to be, And it's always been my belief that the more restrictions there are, the more we try to assert control, and thus the further away from comfortable we are with whatever present circumstances come up. And, you know, typically the goal of meditation is to become more accepting of all present circumstances coming up. But meditation is different for everyone, so I would take a hard look at what specifically you're trying to accomplish with your meditation, and then tailor your practice accordingly. For example, uh, one thing I used to make a point of while meditating was not to clear my mind, but instead to spend time dissecting and dismantling the thoughts that were troubling me. Sometimes my eyes were open, sometimes I would speak out loud, and to me it was just, it was a time focused on addressing troubling thoughts, and it was helpful when I was doing it. So that's just an example. The point is, again, meditation is different for everyone, so if you're looking to be patient and keep trying it, Just at least make sure you're doing it in a way that serves you best. And that starts with you questioning it and not necessarily going by the book. But here's the thing. So you present being patient and changing your practice as the only two options. And they might not be. You made these two solutions assuming that meditation itself is the answer to your troubles, which isn't necessarily the case. Meditation can be an incredible tool. The fact that it helps to strengthen our abilities to accept and interpret anything that comes in our wake makes it incredibly valuable. 
but I'm not sure that's enough to make it the most useful tool for any and all issues. What you need to do is get clear about what your biggest struggles are, the problems that take up the most of your time, and then be realistic about whether or not meditation is the most practical means of overcoming them. Meditation is very popular right now and indeed very good, but you know that's also why it can be dangerous. Meditation can be both wonderful and a trend that people follow blindly at the same time. We all need to be deliberate in the tactics we deploy to overcome certain things. So think about someone who um, think about someone who struggles greatly with finances. Money is their most common stress, and it saturates more of their life than their other struggles. So meditation, while great, is not going to be nearly as useful to them as saving or looking for a new job or sitting down with a financial planner. Now, sure, it can help them feel less stress about money issues. But if they value money enough to be caring about not having enough of it in the first place, there are other tools that will provide much better dividends than meditation. So as much as you might want to readjust the way you meditate, you might also want to readjust the way you're solving problems in general. What's the basis of those thoughts that cause your mind to race? Is it those thoughts that are keeping you from sleeping well? Maybe it is. You need to deploy the right solutions to the right problems. I don't know what the source of your anxiety is, but as a reference point, we'll look at those two things you mentioned, all right? So anxiety and poor sleep. Meditation is great for general anxiety. So is yoga, though. And so are walks in nature. So you need to try these things, too. Talk to a therapist. It goes without saying that your best bet for handling your anxiety is talking to a therapist. For poor sleep, sure, the meditation can help quiet your mind. Again, it's a generally useful approach. But maybe your poor sleep is caused by too much time in front of screens before bed. Maybe it's an irregular sleep schedule. Maybe it's exercising too late. Maybe it's because you're sleeping on the mattress you got from your parents, which is uncomfortable, both because it's 40 years old and because you were conceived on it. You see, the possibilities are really endless here in terms of how you can combat the problems that inspired you to start meditating in the first place. No, you don't need to stop meditating. It's wonderful. Make the most out of it. But don't mistake it for the one thing that can solve all your problems. Use it in tandem with other strategies that are more specific to what you're going through and what you need. All right, everyone. If you like this episode, I am going to recommend one of the videos on my website to all of you. It was actually uh, read once on Optimal Living Daily long before optimal living advice was even a twinkle in its mother's eye. God, Greg, okay. Enough with the parent relations jokes, please. Uh, so the video is called Wrong Problems, Wrong Solutions. It's buried pretty deep on gregaudino.com by now, uh, but you can also just Google it. You can Google Greg Audino, Wrong Problems, Wrong Solutions if you want to. Uh, it talks about how to accurately gauge problems before going about solving them. And uh, it was actually, it was one of my favorites, and it goes along really well with the uh, end part of today's episode. So check it out if you'd like to hear some more. We are done for today, though. Thank you so much for this question. Thank you, everybody, for listening. As per usual, we encourage you to send your own questions in for us to answer on the show. You can email them to us at advice at oldpodcast.com, advice at oldpodcast.com. And as always, we will do our best to help you like we always do. All right? Lovely. Have a wonderful day, everybody, and I will talk to you next time.